Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's hump day. It's Wednesday, July 13th. On this date in 1923, a curious sign appeared for the first time in the Hollywood Hills. The 50-foot-tall letters spelled out Hollywood Land. The sign was originally meant to promote a subdivision. The last four letters were removed in 1949, and all these years later, we still recognize the famous Hollywood sign. On this date in 1965, President Lyndon Johnson nominated Thurgood Marshall to be the U.S. Solicitor General. He was the first black jurist appointed to that post. Two years later, Marshall would make history again, becoming the first black man to be nominated to the U.S. Supreme Court. Now let's talk about that forecast. We'll head over to the First Alert Weather Center. And good morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sofine. Let's get a look at your forecast for today as we'll start out this morning with a partly cloudy sky. Warm and muggy in the 70s. Climbing quickly into the 80s. We'll be in the upper 80s close to 90 by lunchtime. Heat index over 100 degrees this afternoon. Low 90s for highs today. Slight chance of rain at lunchtime. Better rain chance comes late this afternoon and into this evening. We may see some storms push west to east across the area. Rain chance about 40% late today. About 50% tomorrow and on Friday. Still plenty of dry time. Low 90s on Thursday. Then the temperatures come down in the upper 80s for Friday and the weekend. A little less rainfall. Just a couple of hit or miss showers and storms Saturday and Sunday. You're listening to Morning Y'all. Your local headlines and first alert weather forecast. Powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. The Berkeley County Sheriff's Office is searching for 34-year-old Jennifer Mae Totus, wanted in connection to a shooting in Nexton Friday. It happened at the Isaac Apartments on North Creek Drive, and deputies found a man later identified as 20-year-old Caleb Mitchell of Somerville, who had been shot and later died. Anyone who knows where she might be is asked to call the Berkeley County Sheriff's Office, that number 843-719-4412. The man accused of shooting and killing a Spartanburg County Sheriff's deputy last month is facing some new charges. Dwayne Hurd is now charged with armed robbery, domestic violence, pointing a firearm, and failure to stop for blue lights. The charges stem from the shooting back on June 21st that killed Deputy Austin Aldridge. Aldridge was responding to a domestic dispute at Hurd's home when he was shot. After the shooting, Hurd allegedly stole Aldridge's gun, taser, and keys to his car before trying to get away. Hurd was eventually captured after leading law enforcement on a chase and firing gunshots at other deputies. An autopsy is set for today for the elderly woman who was found murdered at a local senior living facility. The cause of death for 83-year-old Annette Boyle is still not known, but Charleston police believe they know who killed her. 47-year-old Henry Galvin is charged with murder. He is a relative of Boyle's. He was arrested yesterday. Charleston police responded to Indigo Hall Assisted Living and Memory Care on James Island early Sunday morning for an unresponsive person. Officers say they found Boyle's body that had suffered trauma. From fraud to money laundering and forgery, now a lawyer, a former lawyer for a low country, uh, or a lawyer rather for a former low country attorney says that Alec Murdoch's family has been told the state plans to indict him for murder. State law enforcement agents met with members of Murdoch's family yesterday morning to inform them he's expected to be indicted this week in the murders of his wife and son. Now, however, Jim Griffin, his attorney, says he has not personally been informed by law enforcement or the attorney general's office that Murdoch will be 
be charged with murder. Under South Carolina's crime victims' constitutional rights, the family was notified ahead of the grand jury to seek that indictment. Murdoch's wife Maggie and their son Paul were found shot to death in Colleton County on June 7th of last year. Murdoch told deputies that he had found the bodies on the family's hunting property in the Islandton community. Griffin says at this time, no statements will be released until charges are actually brought against Murdoch. At the same time of the news of um, the murder charges, Alec Murdoch has officially been disbarred by the state Supreme Court. This means Murdoch no longer has the right to practice law. The ruling was approved and signed off on by the Chief Justice and all four Associate Justices. The Justices source uh, Murdoch's more than 80 criminal charges from several ongoing investigations as the reason behind that disbarment. Murdoch is facing multiple other charges in the fallout following the death of his wife and son. Since the investigation into the killings began, a state grand jury has handed down 16 indictments against him totaling 81 charges. He's accused of schemes to defraud victims of nearly $8.5 million. A Charleston teacher headed to Europe to put her skills to good use by providing education to war refugees in Poland. Brittany Farrar, she is a reading teacher who will head to Poland to work with a refugee group to help develop a curriculum for Ukrainian kids who have fled the country. Now, along with that curriculum, she's going to also help students learn English. She says the war has stunted the educational growth of many of these kids uh, to the point where some cannot even spell their own name. She's also going to bring some much-needed classroom supplies. I'm taking over eight iPads and um, through the generous donation of lots of people here in Charleston and around our area, um, several hundred dollars worth of learning games and things like that that I'm going to be working with. Farrar will also take about 50 pounds of non-educational supplies, including trauma kits and tactical helmets for civilians. Well, the City of Charleston's Board of Architectural Review is set to meet today. They're expected to hear from developers seeking conceptual approval to bring a new mixed-use building to downtown's historic district. Developers are looking to build on what used to be a milk plant that operated for more than 50 years. Live 5's Lauren Quinlan joins us live now with more on what this project could provide for our community. Good morning. Good morning. City officials say this project is a little more unique than what they've been seeing lately. Not only will it um, have retail and residential spaces, but a few live-work units as well. If approved, 578 Meeting Street would be an adaptive project, meaning the new design of the building will retain some historical elements of the former Regis Milk Company building. After 53 years of business, the milk company closed their doors in 2011. The project would include 225 apartment units, nine of those being artisan live workspaces, retail and parking. There aren't any designated affordable or workforce housing for this development, but the city says the more units that can be brought online, the more stable housing in the region will hopefully become. The city says these types of developments reinforce the live work play aspect that many cities are picking up on. So as we begin to continue to explore ways to, to in, improve mobility for folks, uh, reduce our dependency on uh, passenger vehicles uh, and things like that, including these live-work options where they make sense, uh, is going to be an important, important thing for the community. The city says this project is still at conceptual review, meaning there's still quite a bit of work to do as it moves forward. Tonight's meeting is open to the public starting at 4.30 p.m. at 2 George Street. Reporting live in downtown Charleston, Lauren Quinlan, Live 5 News. 
Well, today, an architecture firm will present their design for an abandoned lot in West Ashley to the West Ashley Revitalization Commi uh, yeah. Commission. For those of you who know West Ashley, you're going to look at this and go, this thing has been abandoned mm. for years and years. Molly McBride joining us live from West Ashley to tell us what might be built. Molly? If you're driving down the Savannah Highway in West Ashley, you may have noticed this abandoned car dealership near Toast in Captain D's. R4 Architecture is presenting their proposed design for this lot at tonight's meeting. R4 Architecture says if approved, the site will be used for a hotel with a convention component as well. Although they are keeping some details close to their chest until tonight's meeting, the firm did say the hotel will be six stories, equipped with a retail store, pool, and more. The firm said they are thrilled with the design and think it will be very fitting for the area. I spoke with the manager of Animal Helpers Retail, a re resale store across the street from the lot, who said she welcomes the idea of a hotel so close. I think it would be amazing. That lot has been empty for quite some time, and I think with the amount of people that are visiting our beautiful city, it would be perfect. The meeting is this evening at 5.30 and is open to the public. R4 Architecture says they're excited to re reveal design details and encourage the public to attend. For more information about the meeting, including the address, visit live5news.com and click on this story. Reporting live in West Ashley, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. You hear his voice every night on Jeopardy! and you've been hearing it for a long time. Game show announcer Johnny Gilbert is still at the mic and going strong and... He's celebrating his 94th birthday today. Actor Patrick Stewart of the Star Trek universe is 82. Actor Harrison Ford of Star Wars and Raiders of the Lost Ark, he's 80. Actor-comedian Cheech Marin is 76. Fresh Prince actress Daphne Maxwell-Reed is 74. Actress Dee Dee Khan is 71. Country singer Louise Mandrell turns 68. And actor-director Cameron Crowe is 65. Happy birthday to them, and we wish you a fantastic Wednesday. Thanks for joining us for Morning, y'all. From Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning, y'all, is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.